0: Okay, here we go. Now, let's just suppose for a second that you aren't interested in getting buff, and you also have no interest in running a 10k, never mind a marathon. Well, there are still plenty of reasons for you to get out there and move your body more often. And in this episode we're going to look at not only why you might want to do that, but we'll also look at how you can do that by introducing a not-so-new idea called Movement Snacks. My name is Brock Armstrong. Welcome to Second Wind Fitness. But before we get started... As you've probably noticed, this podcast is no longer in production, but there are so many people who are still listening to each episode and reaching out to me for advice and help and support that I've decided to keep the dream and this podcast alive, which means I'm paying a few maintenance fees out of my pocket. And I don't mean to make this sound like a woe is me kind of affair, because it is indeed a pleasure to have created something that is being appreciated. But if you felt so inclined, you could go to brockarmstrong.com slash coffee to, yes, as it sounds, buy me a virtual coffee. And since coffee is easily my biggest vice, I'm what you would call a coffee snob. If you buy me a coffee, I can pay my hosting fees with all the coffee money that I save. So win-win situation here. So go to brockarmstrong.com coffee and help keep this podcast and my fancy coffee habit alive. That's brockarmstrong.com coffee. You know, there are multiple scientific studies that have shown that exercise has antidepressant effects. There are both biological and psychological reasons for this, but the important part is that moderate-intensity aerobic exercise has been shown to be an effective way for preventing and relieving depression, although... Big caveat, this is not the end-all-be-all thing for treating depression. Make sure you always reach out to a mental health professional as well. Now, the prescription is to do 30 to 45 minutes of moderate-intensity aerobic or strength exercise 3 to 5 days per week, and this can help significantly. Also, you've probably heard people say something along the lines of, your brain is like a muscle. You need to work it and flex it. But the brain as a muscle comparison isn't actually all that accurate. If you want to build your glutes, well, you have to flex your glutes, right? But when it comes to your brain, a more coincidental approach is actually more accurate. Getting busy working those glutes will directly benefit your gray matter. Yes, I am saying that exercising your butt will make your brain smarter. Because exercise affects the brain in many ways. It increases heart rate, which pumps more oxygen to the brain. It aids in the release of hormones, which provide an excellent environment for growing new brain cells. Exercise also promotes brain plasticity by stimulating growth of new connections between the cells in many of the important cortical areas of the brain. And research from UCLA has even demonstrated that exercise increases growth factors in the brain, which makes it easier for the brain to grow new neuronal connections. Sounds pretty good, right? Even if you're not worried about having bigger biceps or wanting to climb a mountain. But what if we are, well, too busy to exercise? Or even worse, what if we hate exercise? Well, I have a solution for you. And it's called Movement Snacks. But hang on, let's talk a little more science before we get into that. Now, for good brain and body health, Kent State researchers recently recommended the following as an antidote to our, well, even more than usual sedentary lifestyles that have kicked in since, well, March of 2020, let's say. But here are their recommendations. Number one is try to minimize sitting for extended periods of time and, when possible, add in some exercise at home or outside. Number two, if you're working or taking classes remotely, try to incorporate a standing desk into your routine and or plan breaks where you get up and move away from your computer and during those breaks, try to do some light activity. And their third recommendation is breaking up your sedentary activity by adding some physical activity will not only benefit your physical health, it can improve your cognition, your productivity, and reduce stress. Now, the researchers actually concluded, and I quote, there are likely lots of us that could use some stress relief right now. Getting up and moving can provide just that. So that is getting up and moving occasionally to create a more active lifestyle, or again, what I call a movement snack. Now, okay, you're probably thinking, or maybe even saying out loud, come on, Brock, can short bursts of exercise sprinkled across your day actually allow you to achieve a goal of living a more active lifestyle? Well, yes, and you don't even have to take my word for it. Science says it does too. But okay, first, finally, what is this movement snack that I keep mentioning? Well, a movement snack is, well, pretty simple. As I define it, it is a brief bout of movement that is both efficient and easy to perform, done on a regular basis throughout the day, rather than solely relying on one big dedicated workout time. Pretty easy, right? Makes sense. Okay. Okay. Good. Now, getting back to those people who hate exercise. Now, I suspect that they feel that way because they have it in their heads that exercise needs to happen at a specific time, in a specific setting, in a specific outfit, and usually involves a lot of willpower and struggle to get it done. If that describes you, not only do I beg you to rethink and reconsider what exercise really is, but I also want you to pay double attention to what I'm going to say right now. Any movement, and I do mean any movement that raises your heart rate a little or a lot, challenges your muscles a little or a lot, and teases your balance and your mobility, again, a little or a lot, is exercise. And if done consistently, it can help you achieve those wonderful benefits I talked about right at the beginning of this episode. There's no need to get a gym membership. Buy spandex clothing or swallow your exercise time like yucky medicine. And if you don't like running, don't run. If you don't like lifting weights, don't lift weights. But if you, let's say, like fixing up your yard, well, that's exercise. And if you like hiking with your dog, well, do that. But okay, let's get into how these short bursts of exercise sprinkled across your day can allow you to achieve your goal of living a more active lifestyle. But first, we have to pay our membership fees. Do you like to shop on Amazon.com and enjoy supporting this podcast? You do? Well, have I got a deal for you. If you start your Amazon shopping adventure by going to brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon, I will get a small percentage of the money that you spend. And the best part is that you don't pay anything extra. This all comes out of their pockets. Take that, Bezos. So next time you buy anything on Amazon, go to brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon and shop while also supporting this podcast. I truly thank you for being a listener and for your support. That's brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon. So, okay, here we go. How do these short bursts of exercise sprinkled across your day help you achieve your goal of living that awesomely active lifestyle and achieving all the wonderful health benefits that come with it? Well, in February 2021... Examine.com published a summary of a research paper from The Medicine Science in Sports and Exercise that reads like this. First, here's the background. Long periods of sitting are associated with increased mortality. Even in people who regularly exercise, more time sitting, this active couch potato, is associated with worsened glucose control, triglycerides, and waist circumference. Breaking up sitting time with some walking has been shown to improve postprandial, which is after a meal, blood lipids, and insulin response. So the question they asked was, can very brief sprints throughout a day of sitting also produce positive metabolic results? Well, this is what they did to test that theory. This randomized crossover trial included eight untrained to recreationally active participants, four men and four women, who were assigned to one of two groups. The sit group was instructed to sit for eight hours a day, but they were allowed to get up and attend to their personal needs, as they said in the study. Now, the other group was the sprint group, which also sat for eight hours a day, but over the course of those eight hours, they performed five four-second cycling sprints at maximum capacity each hour. Yes, I said four-second cycling sprints only five times per day. Now, each trial lasted for four days with a seven-day washout period, and on days one and two, the participants were instructed to take 5,000 to 7,500 steps a day, avoid structured exercise, and track their food intake. Now, the groups performed their assigned interventions on day three, and on day four, they took a high-fat glucose tolerance test, which means they had blood samples and expired gases measured for fat oxidation and metabolic rate, and they collected that baseline at two, four, and six hours after each meal, which is really just the sort of technical stuff about how they tested the efficacy of this whole intervention. Now, okay, here's the exciting part. The results. The high-fat glucose tolerance test showed that the SPRINT group had a 31% reduction in plasma triglycerides and a 43% higher fat oxidation compared to the SIT group. Also, the participants in the SPRINT group rated their perceived exertion as light, suggesting that this type of exercise may be a useful way to Break up prolonged sitting without incurring too much fatigue. Now, okay, you don't need a team of researchers to guess that specifically doing sprints on a stationary bike, well, that's not where the magic came from. You can achieve this same result by, I don't know, uh, taking the stairs, perhaps two at a time, going for a vigorous walk at lunch jockeying on the spot while you listen to a conference call or doing some air squats while you wait for the kettle to boil. The list goes on and on. Now, there was another study that I want to tell you about, a much larger one this time, 44,000 people to be exact, from the British Journal of Sports and Medicine, which suggests that while more time spent being sedentary is associated with an increased risk of death, the risk increase can be Partially offset by 30 to 40 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical activity per day. Now, that sounds a lot like what I talked about at the beginning of this episode, doesn't it? Okay, so let's say that even with your really busy schedule, you can do, let's say, 10 minutes of movement in the morning. Might I suggest that you follow my morning warm-up routine, which you can find at brockarmstrong.com slash morning? then let's say you also might be willing to manage a 15-minute vigorous walk right after lunch or after dinner. Then, if you remember to actually get out of your seat for, let's say, two or three minutes each hour of your workday to do anything that fills those four criteria that I mentioned earlier—the raising your heart rate, challenging your muscles, and teasing your mobility and your balance—well, you know what? You are not only meeting the movement needs for good health, but you're also offsetting the dangers of sitting. And you're also boosting your mental health and creating an environment for a smarter brain. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? So once again, remember, all you need to do to turn movement into exercise is make it raise your heart rate a little or a lot Challenge your muscles a little or a lot, and tease your mobility, your coordination, and your balance a little or a lot, and then do that consistently throughout the day. Movement snacks. I think this is a game changer for so many reasons. Now, you know, I'm not really big on social media, but I am big on email and I also have a comment section over at BrockArmstrong.com after each one of these episodes. So let me know personally or publicly how you are able to make this idea work for you. How do you get your movement snacks into the day? Now, my name is Brock Armstrong and thanks for listening to Second Wind Fitness. I'll be back next week. See you then.